you guys. She is mindful, netted right up. <laughs> you can tell. I've been just freaking vibing, man. Man, nice hat, brah. I'm just out here trusting God. You know, just out here. Trusting God. God. <laughs> Which is funny because I felt like that's kind of was kind of the core of what I feel like kind of bringing into today's conversation which is funny but um for our listeners because don't don't forget you guys we do um host this on post this on youtube as well so you can see you can see erica vibing and jamming out and spotify spotify you can watch that's why all you oh my gosh (laughs) you've been missing out on spotify over here i had no idea see i'm not an ad we're definitely not yeah I know, right? No, but after that, we definitely should be. Um, my phone, which is, you know, on WhatsApp, you can change the um, ringer. Mine is the harp. Have you changed it to the harp? I feel like you as an angel would oh, it as a harp. That. Yeah. Every time anyone messages on WhatsApp, it sounds like a little angel harp. <laughs> so, to our listeners, what's really exciting is that this is Erica and I catching up for like the first time in about a week which to us feels like a freaking lifetime we talk um, every day and light years happens when we don't talk every day so I'm this like is <laughs> literally but it's so exciting because we just decided to get on and hit record so it's going to be really raw and real and we'll see how that goes but I know that Erica you said that you've been tapping in and hearing some channeling stuff so like I want to know like literally I think that we should just do like a, a life update yeah, you know. and just like what have we been doing mm-hmm. and then because it's like just as if we're talking to each other as our besties and now we're just bringing people into the divine high council meetup yes yes there's so much stuff for us to go over but where I wanted to start it today was a just catching up with you but b um I had a conversation over the weekend with a gym owner and I've known him for about eight years and um, way back from when I sold like nutraceuticals and all of that stuff. So we've, he's seen my progression over the years. Anyways, um, we were talking and he's a very spiritual guy. He really taps in, but right now he was just, you know, really feeling the darkness and really feeling the heavy and the weight of the world. And I think a lot of people are also feeling that right now. And I know I don't want to go like down the rabbit hole on it because I know we just had an episode kind of talking about chaos and discernment and all of that stuff. But where I wanted to start it was just a word of empowerment that, you know, I know me and you have been praying for our brothers and sisters around the world. And um, it was something that was near and dear when we were in Egypt because we were just so close. But I think a lot of people give their power away and think that their words don't have power and that their prayers don't have power. And so they don't sit and actually set that intention and send that radiance and that frequency out on a daily basis. But, you know, like everything that we've done, everything that we've done to uncover and unlayer and, you know, go deeper within ourselves has been leading us just to, we are all one, the law of one, the law of unity, the law of love and really bringing that into real life what does that mean you can pray health and love and peace over the children of the world over the brothers and sisters that are hurting right now and that sends a frequency you know really let yourself get into it and we're not going to pray here right now but just take some time alone by yourself today and send that frequency out and just think about if all of you listening if 
we are all sending this frequency out on a daily basis. Like actually think about that ripple effect. You know what I mean? Like that is so powerful and we have the power, you know, that's really what it is. We have the power. So we were talking about this and we just went into it and, you know, it just, it shifted some things for him. And I know that a lot of people are seeing the dark and it's when we see the dark that we truly see the light because we can, we can know the opposite exists of the same contrast. And so that's really where I wanted just us to start and just touch down because it was something heavy on my heart. And I know that there is seeming like a lot of heaviness in the world right now, but truly, 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 we are coming out of the dark ages. Like Adriana and I have been saying, we are in the age of Aquarius. We are in the golden era. We are in the golden era of light and of unity and of peace and of love, but we are the ones that have the choice to either call it in faster and to make this our reality faster, or we are just bystanders. And so, you know, it's really just stepping into that inner power, that inner knowing and knowing that you are an electric magnetic light being (laughs) like you are so powerful, powerful beyond like, well, and if, so I'm like a science junkie and I love to actually put like a, 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 like a, a reason or a explanation behind it all, but to mm-hmm. really understand that in one cubic centimeter in front of your space, one cubic centimeter of even just air has the energy of 30 million stars. Mm-hmm. So if you think about con- consistently being in a quantum entanglement with that type of energy, if we really believe that everything is energy, everything is an atom, everything is vibrating, even thought is a vibrational frequency to understand that whether you get it or not, you are in consistent manifestation, which is not a word of woo. Manifestation is being able to turn energy into physical matter. So when you really understand that you're in a consistent quantum entanglement with 30 million stars and that whatever you project is what you receive, if you truly feel that the world is dark, then guess what? You've ignited that times 30 million stars. But if you are willing to put your perceptions and put your truth, because I'm also reading Einstein right now, which I was shooketh to see how poetic he is. And to say that even Einstein has said that the truth is only between two variables that we reference as A and B. And this is the quote unquote truth. However, the truth is of a limit. And once we actually go beyond the truth, we are able to expand further than that and to understand there is infinite possibilities and limits so to know that kind of power because i think that when we see say prayer a lot of people think that it's like okay it's just woo it's you know i can like just pray and ask for but like i love what billy carson has taught us it's like praying is not begging praying is commanding and it is commanding and understanding that you are and this is even when somebody said to me they wrote on my instagram they're like really love your stuff but like how do you feel about having you know fake boobs and i was like I know to the deepest depths of my core that nothing outside of me nor inside of me can harm me, harm me unless I accept it as truth. Meaning I just transmuted that energy of my breast into a light and now it is of serving to me. If I be- was starting to believe and mm. felt this judgment that this was you know, hurting my health, then guess what? It would hurt my health. So it's really understanding that you are and this is the difference I was teaching about gunas uh, in about uh, us. And there's three different gunas, but one of the, one of the highest points of enlightenment is understanding that God is not outside of you. Nothing external outside of you can hurt, 
or harm you nor enlighten you. It is all within you. And that is of your control. And you are a, like Erica said in the beginning of this, a light body, meaning you are God. You are God of your universe. And that doesn't say that it takes away from anything external or saying that, how dare you be, you know, smite God and, and disrespect it. Excuse me. Excuse me. I am God and God is out there. This takes nothing away from, from his infinite power. I'm saying I'm a piece of that. And what I actually went for, and it's funny that you said, and this is what I got for you, sister. And if you guys are watching on the live is where I, and I want to share this story because it's funny because God is at the core of this entire conversation. So I love where this is going, but what this is, is it looks like just a black stone and this is called Saphrodite. And there's only one place in the entire world where you can get Saphrodite. And apparently it was carried around by gurus and they used to hand them out to people during dark times. Because mm -hmm. as you would be walking along and thinking absolutely nothing of it, when you see that this is like this, uh, you guys, I'm holding it up to the screen, but actually when you bring it up behind the light, wow. it is iridescent. It is see-through. The darkness brings forth the light. So this is what I went for, but um, I want to back it up to the dichotomy of experiences right now. So you guys, if you guys are watching live, I'm not at home right now. I'm in Buffalo, New York. I just got here like last night before that I was in Arizona and I was, um, in different vortexes and I was igniting crystalline grids and we can talk about that another time or whatever. I would think that we should honestly do an episode on like angel numbers and crystalline grid and like, even what is all that <laughs> stuff. But the whole point is I was guided to go there by something I cannot explain. This was, I bought my ticket like a lot, like a week ago, like not, it was not planned. And it happened on the 11, 11, 20, 23 portal, which is extremely rare because not only do we have the 11th month of the 11th day, but all of the numbers added up together is 11. That's a triple 11. We're not going to have that for like a very long time. And I asked my sister, Erica here, I said, sometimes I wonder why I'm going, like, why am I going? And she's like, Sometimes it's not about what you are receiving. It is about what you are giving and igniting certain spaces and places. Huge long story short, basically I went to go lay the crystal that we harvested from the bottom of the Great Pyramid of Giza that we asked permission for. We, uh, you know, we asked Gaia, we asked the pyramid, we gave, we traded it for a hair. It was very ethical and bringing it over to the top four holiest of holy mountains in the entire world, which is Mount Graham. It's said to be a stargate protected by a dragon. Turns out the entire mountain is the dragon. But why this is relevant and ties into what you're saying, Erica, is because I think if we really focus on this darkness matter, then that's is what we're bringing to light. But to even understand that people are doing work behind closed doors that we don't even know about and we know that everything is energy and we know that love is a high, highest vibrational frequency out there. Me going and planting this crystal, which is igniting the crystalline grid. Literally, think about that, you guys. Think about bringing a crystal from the bottom of Egypt all the way over to Arizona, to this top holy mountain. How would that have happened? Like this is, I was divinely guided in this moment. My sister helped guided me to that answer. But the relevance of that is that one small act of kindness can change the world. And we don't know what people are doing to help. And even planting that there, do you guys understand the butterfly effect? One act of kindness, one act of love, it's a ripple. 
it's a ripple. And just like when we were on the Nile and we talked about this two episodes ago, if you guys haven't seen it, um, or maybe even in our Egypt one, anyways, praying over the people that are going through war right now and surrounding them in our light and in, a, in our golden energy. And people, I think, think that's woo. But I, that's why I love to, to anchor it in quantum physics, because it's literally understanding that they, we are all speaking the same language. It's just in different contexts. And that that you even being at home and praying, like Erica is saying, is sending out a energetical vibrational frequency of love that travels to the infinite end of the universe. Awesome. That it's, 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 and it, you are doing, even if sometimes you feel like, what can I do? I can physically be there by you holding space and love in your heart and not giving the darkness any kind of acknowledgement. And I like to always say too, it's not eliminating the darkness. It's understanding how to transmute that into the light that you can do from your own room. And Eric and I do Kundalini every single day. And at the end, it's a beautiful thing. We always pray for somebody else. And that it's like, it's not oh, what's taking away from me. It's what can I give? Because the universe is so beautiful that when in your full alignment and you've, I've really discovered what being free really means. Being free is not a physical state. Being free is a state of mind. Being free is being able to be free of any sort of judgment and following your heart to what feels best. Mm -hmm. I'm now in, I'm now here in New York and this is the difference is this is the thing is that when I was in Arizona, I was with a couple that have left their ER jobs to start a holistic healing wellness center that uses ketamine to, for, uh, and plant medicines because they say that it extracts the soul from the body and you're able to truly see who you are and what have you. Anyways, going from like one extreme to now a whole other where last night I landed in New York and my girlfriend took me to her um, in-laws home who they're like the attorney general and a judge and live on a farm and has had this generations of generations of passed down of homes and whatnot. I'm in a very beautiful like antique style home that they've had for a very long time. And they're talking about education and, um, and these are, I completely experienced two different dichotomies and polarities yet at the foundation of each is god it's when i'm in sedona and there's very energetical people spiritual quote-unquote spiritual people they all believe in god being light love the infinite creator then i come over here to, to new york and they have uh different um writings from the bible and whatnot on the walls and talking about the testament and whatnot and it is love, it is God. So even though I'm experiencing two totally different things, what is bringing everyone together is love and of a higher power. When I was on the plane, I got to have a conversation with a very Jewish man. And he said that his mom was a first generation Holocaust survivor. She was 11 years old and she was picking up bombs off the streets and she had to wear the Jewish star and, and whatnot. And he was like, well, what brings you to Arizona? And I, I, I'm telling you guys, I am me to the deepest depths of my core. I talk about exactly why I'm there. This conversation I was having with him, sir, I was guided to be here to draw crystalline grid, ignite it and all that. I'm telling he's like, okay, so where does, how does God fit into all of this for you? And I said, oh, well, like God is, is the core of it all. Like God is, it's, we are one, the law of one verbatimly states 
that it does not blink an eye at neither the light nor the dark. It, it remains neutral. And he said, I believe that too. But I can't talk about that with my people. I says, why? Oh, no, like we can't, we can't talk like that. But and I said, okay, like interesting. He has very extreme back pain. So I'm like, have you ever looked up like, why do you have back pain? And he's like, no, I haven't. And I, I always look up like spiritual reasons of back pain or like of any kind of pain because we know that pain is usually a physical manifestation of a, an emotional situation. And it said like, you feel misunderstood, like you can't be yourself and blah, 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 blah. And right away he's on the defense. No, no, I had a great family. They really understood me. They let me be who I am. I was like, okay, sir. Okay. Like, I'm not here to fight with someone. I'm here to uh, bring forth another perspective. And if someone wants to accept or reject it, that's on them. I don't need to fight anything on it. But he was literally saying how he walks to the synagogue carrying a gun because especially around Yom Kippur and especially around holidays, because he's she, I was like are you seriously afraid of like something actually happened to you to you he's like, oh yeah oh yeah they and I I was shocked to hear that people are still having these experiences and maybe call me ignorant or maybe call me unaware I don't know this is why God's putting me on this plane beside this man I've never been able to have such an elaborate conversation with such an in-faith Jewish man before who's agreeing we had the most beautiful conversation of me being full out me him being full out him us recognizing where similarities are us bringing different perspectives to certain stances that we maybe really dis didn't see eye to eye on it was so humble it was so kind it was so beautiful but I was just like really shocked to see that so many people at the end of the day, again, what brings us together was God. And I love Erica, and I really want you to talk into this because I know this is something that's really, um, and I know that we've talked about this, but you know what, you guys, I think this is why it's coming up. It's because I think a lot of people, myself included, I'm telling you, I grew up in my home, my mom almost like resenting the church, like being against it to the point where like, I, I didn't know God. I had to find God on my own. And then people like, think of like oh it gets an ick or oh super religious and what have you but I really want to invite all of you to look in and see like what does that mean for you or I've even had my very spiritual client who's like using you know loves her crystals and what have you you guys nothing outside of you a crystal cannot create anything but when you understand that it's a it, everything is alive everything is a vibrational frequency okay then it does ignite some peace but almost like dropping crystals to pick up God and I still feel that people are like trying to decide whether they're spiritual or whether they are religious. And they're trying to do this like balance of like, mm -hmm. where do they fit in when like you and I are both like, why can't it be everything? Why do we have to have a label? Why is it? Why is it anything more than love? And however you want to perceive it or have a relationship with God why is it why are you deciding based on other people's opinions what that is for you instead of looking in and being like how do I feel about God and am I willing to look into different perspectives and seeing what what feels right for me mm -hmm. no I think that was that was such a beautiful story and you know I see how you connect with people and you do you connect with anyone that you cross paths with and you speak honestly and openly to them and um, you know, obviously traveling together, there's so many experiences for that. And I just want to say to like everyone listening, it's only because we've gone down all these routes. It's like, mm -hmm. we've taken all the routes that keep leading us to the same destination. So for mm -hmm. us, 
it's like, yes, yes, yes. Click, click, click. We just accept, accept because we are leading with discernment. We are leading with intuition, but we've had all of these routes routed out for us where I've gone down the science path. My path was literally kinesiology, learning about the human body, learning about neural synapses, learning about the CNS. And remember how, remember how I sent you that, that video. And he was literally the videos, uh, how to ignite the God power within you. And then he's like, you need to tap into your body and you use muscle testing. And I sent it to you. And can you say what's yeah. been coming up for you in that? So it, that's the thing. It's like, I've had that experience. And then I went down into, you know, quantum physics. And then I went into, you know, more of the Eastern, you know, knowledge. And then I studied Jesus's life. So it's like, we've gone and we've went forth and we are constantly on this path of curiosity and knowledge. And me and Adriana, like we like to joke, like we're influencers for, you know, this somewhat movement, it feels like of coming back to, you know, coming back home, coming back to remember. And, you know, I've, I've been in many of, um, well, not many, but a handful of plant ceremonies and just speaking on the plant medicine side, you know, whatever it is that you need in order to find that connection within you, because it's just an acknowledgement that what has happened collectively is we have been a collective amnesia to the divine connection that's already within us, right to source, right to the infinite creator, right to the, the knowing that we are divine, that we are it. Like, Think of it as a big ball of light. We are a spark off of that. Each one of us and each one of us are connected by the light around us. So if we just look at it from the quantum science of it, it really starts to make sense and it starts to set in. And then you're able to expand that into maybe the more philosophical or the more spiritual side of things. But then, you know, for me, it was being raised in a, a household where my mom was very spiritual and my dad was also, you know, um, spiritual and everything, but he was very logical. So but I have spiritual I had as in like, I think when you say spiritual, like, I think people think like spiritual is of the deep woo faith. kind. But we're, deep faith. She believed in God. She taught me that I was like a child the church. of God and that, and that basically to go direct, go direct mm -hmm. to God and ask God and use prayer as that vehicle and so growing up with that compared to growing up and having my dad, who is super logical in the business world, it's like those both worlds blend together. Mm -hmm. Like, why are we trying to put things in boxes and separate them and say, well, this is that and that's that and put them in because that's how our mind wants to work. That's how our ego wants to work. I like, oh, I understand this. Therefore, it sits in this box in this category. But God is a concept that's all encompassing. So it's very hard for us to conceptualize <laughs> what that means. But it's like whatever meaning you at the whatever meaning you draw to it but at the end of the day it is just love and so when and you look at to judge yeah exactly and when we look at the quantum physics it's really getting back to understanding your own power and that's what i said at the beginning was if you don't believe your word has power that means you are a victim to your external circumstances to your life to the things that happen around you Whereas what a disempowering thought that is. But when you take a look at your life and you say, no, actually my words have power. My actions have power. My beliefs have power. My frequency has power. I can, you know that because you feel someone's frequency when they come in the room, you feel oh, what that person is And feeling. that's, and again, bringing it back to science, that's just your electromagnetic field, which is called your aura. It's like literally science that people can feel that because you are yeah. emanating energy. 
So if you can send that out, why wouldn't you use that power for good and send that prayer out to the children that are suffering, to our brothers and sisters around the world that are, you know, at the hands of what's going on? Because that alone, and I saw, I was trying to, while you're talking, I was trying to bring up the TikTok, but I saw a guy talking about, you know, someone on such a high frequency can literally transmute the energy of 70,000 people of a low vibration. So it's just saying that, that, you know, the light is so much more powerful. And that's why we have hit that collective mass ascension numbers that it doesn't matter. It's all turning towards the light. Yes, we might see the darkness like snarling up its ugly, (laughs) rearing its ugly head. But that's its point is trying to freak you out. And And, and it's just, it's just the contrast to wake sadly to wake the mass amount of people up like think about what we've gone through I mean this is not the first time that this has happened in our world you know what I mean collectively it's happened over and over and over again until people wake up and find the power within themselves and say enough's enough we are going to embody light we are going to embody love but this too is like I think people too like you cannot complain and say these things without taking personal responsibility because we want to go out and say the world is terrible look at what's going on but have you gone in and constructed your relationship with your heart and have you been able to be able to open that up and be able to give that out and a prime example that might be an aha for many listeners how many of you say right now dead ass serious sick bro do you understand that words are power? Words are you. This is what this. So, oh, actually, this is something that I learned too. Right now, a lot of us are going through throat things and now uh, throat things as in, you know, throat irritations. And I took a deeper look into that with Dr. or uh, with uh, doctors, Dr. Sirius B and Robert Grant. Um, and they're literally saying about how your uh, throat chakra is goes through three stages, which one is self-awareness. Two is self-actualization. So being able to manifest in correlation with time. And then it is a, a self-action in regards to in the now. So there's three of them. So if you're going through a little bit of a throat thing, you are actually activating different uh, levels of your larynx per se. Because remember, everything that is physical manifests from an emotional standpoint, energy in motion. So your energy dictates your body. This is how we say that the power of the body can make, can heal the body. But when you use your voice, this is how you just, if you don't even know that you're saying words, this is a frequency that is creating, manifesting, because it takes you to use your voice to even say, for example, a water bottle. That was somebody's manifestation. That was a thought in their head. That was a frequency that then was expressed through their voice. And from your heart, it's like the top of your brain into your heart now comes, combines in two, into your larynx, into your throat chakra and boom, out your mouth. Now you are a creator. I think people don't realize how powerful their voices, their frequencies truly are. So when you're saying something is super cool, why don't you say that is so cool instead of like sick? Like, do you Mm -hmm. understand you're literally putting out the vibrational frequency of illness in your body or dead ass? I now say alive ass and health. Okay. I know I sound like a, like a freak, but I don't care because my words are power and I know how powerful they are. So I'm going to change the narrative, you know? Yeah, no, I, I 
I love that for you. (laughs) Um, No, it's so true. And I think when you really understand your power, you get very particular, very observant of your words, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, because you know, each one sends out a vibration and you know that you have a very (laughs) strong manifesting power. And it's just, you know, something that you don't take lightly and you're not going to just say fluff words just because, right? And it's like one of the things that I attribute to business and success in business is like there's never a doubt in my mind that I would not be successful it was like as soon as you lock into something as soon as you know that something has purpose and it has meaning because you are ascribing the meaning towards it you are instilling you are the life force of your business so you are instilling that into your business you know it's going to be amazing and you speak that into existence but I think a lot of people right now it's like they're searching outside of themselves for that power. And so there's a lot of, you know, even people just copying other things on, you know, you see it on social media. There's like, everyone's doing this, doing that, doing that, doing that. But that is just me looking at it. It's an external representation of look how much people are searching without in without side of themselves instead of going in and like, what is my true meaning? What is my true purpose? Let's build a business out of that. Let's build something that's authentic to me. That's an individual blueprint that I can create within the world. You know, like but that's the issue with that. But the issue with that, my dear friend, and I know you like this is too, the issue with that is like now on the flip side of the coin, where we have people who are extremely gifted or in tune with frequencies, God source, you might be labeling them as spiritual or what have you. Then we have the other side of the coin where people are seeing money as an evil or fame as an evil or not wanting to share uh, go for certain experiences. For example, like, yeah, I'm going to show that I'm harvesting crystals. Oh, but you know, maybe you should not share this it's because it's sacred land and what have you. Eh, da, 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 da that's me and my relationship with the land and I get to decide what energy and what I bring forth and guess what I understand by me sharing knowledge is going to enlighten somebody else and like we've talked about before money money is just exactly like you're doing it with your intentions yeah and and I'm doing it to bring forth the light in my eyes that and so guess what that's my reality and that's the reality I live in money as Erica said so many times before is just a frequency that amplifies who we are. If you're a good person, you're going to do good things. If you're a bad person, you do more bad things. And fame, okay, yeah, fame in the past has been looked as a terrible thing by people who are demonizing it and turning it around. This is the perfect prime example. What I wanted to say is on these beautiful farms that I'm on right now, they have fields and fields and fields of grapes that they actually sell to Welch's. And where here I am in the grocery store, most likely not going to choose a Welch's product because it's a big conglomerate here, then we really need to understand to take the time to look into the different layers to truly understand that. But guess what? When you peel it back, peel it back, peel it back on the micro level, I'm supporting a family owned business, a family farm, and I'm in the home right now. And there's no sign of this big conglomerate evil thing, what have you. It's like, it's, and this is why exactly so with, with religion, it's like the one beautiful concept, then it goes up a layer and somebody twists it and now turns it into the dark. And now everyone's afraid of it. And now bringing it back to the fame thing. It's like the same thing in the past where we've seen fame be used for, you know, uh, terrible things or satanic reasons or whatnot. But now it's like to become 
famous in a very light way to bring out the light, to bring forth the information for the people that can truly help and change the world. Why are we judging this for sad, this for sad? Da, da, da. You are the one that creates the energy around it. So if you're a good person and you have this wealth of knowledge and you want to share it out with the world and you cre- become famous for it, are you a bad person? No. And you know what's so funny about that whole thing? It's like people are only famous because the mass is watching them. If we all just didn't watch. So fame is a great representation of how we look without ourselves. Mm. And judgment. We say, oh, well, it's the celebrities. It's this, it's them. Well, why are we watching them? Why are we giving <laughs> power to them? Why are we giving them, you know, whatever it is that you give to celebrities and famous people? Like it's, it's so funny just to see people run this racket. And I think that's what we're observing right now is the racket of, you know, going without going, I mean, when I say go without, I mean, going to search outside of yourself, mm. where the work is inside yourself, the work is pointing the fingers part of you that you don't want to look at that you've been avoiding that the most growth will actually transmutate through and transmutating that energy, whatever it is feeling that emotion is it anger is it grief is it shame? Is it judgment? Is it jealousy? Like, what is it that you're so afraid to look at? that is keeping you from living the life that you truly know is there and ready and waiting for you. And I'll share something. And we, we talked about, um, kind of channeling and even channeling has like a, a weird, um, collective thought around it. Cause what's channeling? Like, channeling. What's yeah. Channeling? Some people will be like, Oh, channeling, you're channeling other beings. You can open yourself to other entities. Right. And then some people are like, Oh, are you channeling God? Are you channeling a source? Like I've seen people channel in church and wait, can you explain to the listeners what do you mean by channeling? What is this? Yeah, channeling to me is being connected. Now you're choosing what you're connected to. You know, some people I've seen it on different programs or whatever, they're channeling a uh a life being outside of our planet. Some you could call it angels, you could call it aliens, you could call it whatever you want to call it. I don't know some people in the church, they channel God or they channel the Holy spirit or they channel, you know what I mean? So it's like, whatever, like we're the humans, we're the one attaching meaning to everything. Mm. But the the thing is (laughs) they're doing something. They're tapping into a source that we cannot explain that their actual human conscious brain here on this planet doesn't operate on the daily basis. Yet when they're in this channel, when they're in this frequency, this wavelength, they're able to tap into something. You just said it right there. Intelligent. on a free on a quantum level of like let's anchor that what does that mean like channeling is honestly just a vibrational frequency and erica and i have said this before consciousness is not something is like you learn it's downloaded it being channeling is being this is where well how could somebody really be hearing another voice and what have you it's a frequency if we understand everything is energy you can tune in like a radio think about you're tuning into a radio they're just tuning into a different frequency different frequency (laughs) that's now coming through their body and they're now expressing it and that might come in the way of hearing your own voice in your head or this may come in the form of hearing another voice in your head but who are we to determine what is real what is not what is good what is this it all comes from your standpoint of who you are and what your frequency is that's what erica's saying right now Mm -hmm. yeah and i and i think when you know so, and this is the, this is the whole point is everyone can channel. Everyone is connected to God. That is like the the number one, like the number one thing you were sent here with was at least that divine connection to be like, Hey, you, you got a lifeline. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. 
good. You're going to be good, guys. You may forget <laughs> everything. You may not remember yourself, but you got a lifeline. So it's you just discovering when you're like looking up and you're like, oh, wait, there's a lifeline there. Let me grab that one sec. Okay, now I'm connected. Now that you're connected, now that you remember, now that you've reactivated that divine connection, you're just getting downloads all the time. And people call it whatever you want, channel downloads, like God speaking to you. It's all this different language to say the same thing, meaning that we're all connected. And when you are tapping in and you're hearing that, that's what you follow. That's your intuition. That's your gut. That's like when you're in the grocery line and there's say, someone saying, pay for that or pay for this, or, or you see someone, you say, give that is your divine connection guiding you and orchestrating your life. And you don't know why you're being, you know, guided to, to do that. Or that impulse came to you or that, it, that go to Arizona listen to the things to yeah. yeah you're you're just like all right hey I'm just jesus take here. the wheel jesus you know, take like, the wheel let's go <laughs> right so anyways um wait 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 what but to tie in what you're saying to all of that is um to understand one again bringing it back everything is energy so even when we come into our mother's womb we are we energy comes in there and now we create a baby right so on the highest vibrational frequency we are love when we come into our mother's womb now we're starting to being created into a being but everything has energy right so why i say that is because now let's bring it into souls okay and whether you are of a spiritual essence or of a religious essence or you know whatever label you want to put on it we all can agree that souls we have a soul everyone talks about having a soul so robert grant was saying um he and if you guys don't know who robert grant is he's he's literally a genius um he's a perfect example because he's such a business well genius but also very spiritual Actually, what he also taught me was that Albert Einstein, Nikola Tesla, they woke up one day and they just started writing. Like, I don't think people understand that Albert Einstein was a patent clerk. He was a patent clerk. He was yeah, not a scientist. He wasn't yeah. a genius. He was, he, or, well, he was, but he was a, he was a patent clerk. Same with Nikola Tesla. He, it just came to funny. them and they just started writing. That was what, this is what they say is channeling. But this is what I want to say is really profound to tie in what you said in the very beginning is Robert Grant is saying that we come here as humans with exactly as what Erica said, with no remembering of any past lives. We know that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's only transferred, meaning we are energy. We are light bodies. So we've have had infinite amount of experiences, but here on earth, we have been given the blessing of not remembering any of those. So we can be a clean and clear slate so we can learn the lessons that we've been uh, really been asking to learn. But put it this way, the darkness that we are, quote unquote, experiencing right now, the only way we can learn is through duality. And that is being a human, a human. The, uh, we are able to experience positive, negative and neutral. So he even said, he's like, if we came here to experience unconditional love, then guess what we're going to experience first conditional love or even on the on the even deeper layer of that betrayal okay so if we have all signed i'm literally getting goosebumps right now if we have come here on a soul level for all of us at the same time to experience the golden age the golden era 
the law of one of unity and har harmony, resonance, the resonance revolution, you guys, the geniuses of our time. If you are really taking yourself outside of the news and all of this dark gloom and you go and you place yourself into the light of the true genius people that are putting in their work every single day, you'll see that they're all saying the resonance revolution for us to truly experience utopia and heaven on earth, which Billy Carson says, as you know how the, in the Bible, as above, so below. He says that heaven is heaven and earth is temporal hell. This is down below. And it is us to accept that we are God. We are light beings. We are the God of our universe. And it is our responsibility to create heaven on earth, not wait for a savior, not wait for a Messiah that's external to understand we are the gods of our universe. We must create heaven on earth and all of the darkness we're experiencing right now is the duality of how amazing things are about to get for us because we don't know the people, the good guys that are on the other side that are doing wonderful things. And like we said, even you sitting at home, even listening to this podcast, you are unlocking different key code DNA activation within your body by listening to new information that you get to decide whether you accept it. Does this resonate with you with anything that we've been saying right now? Does it, and what does resonate mean? Does it invoke a feeling of happiness, of hope, of love, or is it bringing uh, uncertainty, darkness, and uh, any kind of lower vibration? You get to decide. You get to decide. And we are now being able to see that this darkness is in duality to bring forth the light. And even you, by listening to this and activating your DNA and accepting that there's light, sends out a vibrational frequency of light, of hope, of love. And that emits all throughout the ether into the quantum for an infinite amount of possibilities. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful you are of 30 million stars here, 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 here. <laughs> like, can you imagine? So you just got to tune in to a higher frequency of love, baby, and just follow your heart, what makes you feel good. And understand you're in a consistent quantum entanglement with 30 million stars. You are God, man. You're freaking God. You get to create your life. Well, and you know, that's so beautiful. And I think that understanding is so powerful when people really feel that for themselves and they really remember for themselves, because this isn't something that you can just be told, you know what I mean? Like maybe us communicating it does invoke that like, oh, wow, I never thought of it like that before, but it's when you go through that experience of deep understanding, deep knowing, you know, yourself, the power within and just to expand on what you're talking about when you said um, that this is somewhat, this is hell, you know, because we have the power, basically we were given free will and we have the power to decide, you know, really falling into the evils of the world and experiencing our own hell. That's an option. That is an option. I'm just being real. That's an option. Mm -hmm. And so you and can some people at, will experience that this lifetime because they've accepted it as their truth. And yeah, and it's and it's even in the darkness that we see the light. And so sometimes that is our own personal path to go deep within the darkness in order to see the light and order to bring ourselves back through that and turn towards the light. And so heaven on earth also exists. Heaven on earth is here is now. And if you tap into that frequency, what would your life look like? Mm -hmm. What would your experience be? Who would you be surrounding yourself with? What would you be doing? 
what is worthwhile in your time if heaven truly exists on earth right now? And I think that's kind of our main mission of when we work with our clients and work with people and, you know, just you guys being a part of this community, listening in, tuning in, you are tuning into it. Sharing it. Like, thank you so much for those of you that are sharing it and tagging it and helping us spread the message. Cause we don't do any marketing for this, like external than that. Like we, that really means the world to us. Thank you. Yes. Uh, And you actually just reminded me. So we've been getting some amazing, um, people writing in and just sharing what they've got out of the podcast. So I'm going to read to you a couple of them (laughs) because it really is just this community that fires us up so much to continue, you know, just being ourselves and, and sharing what we're interested in because this podcast really just came about out of our own self interest. And if you guys listen to the first If you guys listen to like the first episodes, you'll be like, these girls don't even sound the same because we were like, okay, let's launch a podcast. Like, how do we do? Like, let's start with like, who are we? Okay, business girl, let's rise them up. And then as time caught on, we're like, we have so much more to share. <laughs> so we're like, let's just go raw like, and balls to the wall. Podcast. Wait, hard left. We'll be all tying together. Money is just a frequency. So the more, you know, this is what we're teaching people. So I feel like we wouldn't be truly us if we were holding back. We would just be, then we would be judging ourselves. Then we would be going into what we feel society is confining us into. And it's like, we're just bursting out. This is true. Share, what what do we got? With with that, I was just going to mention that on the business side is like, we do really want to give the goods of the business, but everything is energetic. And the spiritual component is the underlying is the foundation. And that's why we go so hard on it because we know if you're in alignment and if you are so on your purpose and you are on your spiritual mission, business just takes care of itself. It's like you're building a bitch. It's like you're building a building. You guys, it's like, you cannot build, you cannot build an empire off of a rickety foundation because look at exactly how it is. If you look at those people who are, who are super wealthy up there, what have you and but hasn't done any inward work and haven't really found themselves. It's exactly like, it's like, what are you defining as wealth? Right. And that's why we Mm -hmm. always say you got to start with your foundation and just, if you use the example of what I just said about the dualities and what have you, if you started off with like rough, a rough upbringing, you were, you were designed in that manner by your choosing to be able to decide if you agree with that being your destiny and that being, you know, that your truth or being able to see that you can transmute that experience and use that disempowering story into an empowering story and completely change your life to experience the complete opposite of what you had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And it's the hero's journey. It's what we continually to put into our movies and our, you know, and our books and everything is that hero's journey, but you are your own hero. And that's the main message is like, just picture your life as if this is your <laughs> third chapter and you're just not the hero. You're discovering your hero-ness. You're discovering that you have to go through the darkness in order to find the light, to come back home and share it with everyone else. And that's everyone's individual and whatever that means to you in your life. But I really want to just love yeah, on Let's see. Let's see. Let's hear it. It's just so cute. And I just love, I love this to you. And then you can comment. Okay. Uh, honestly, can't wait to hear about your guys's trip. Also, I just listened to your guys's podcast episode talking about the fires. What's really going on. So good. I'm glad you guys have the balls to speak the truth. Fire <laughs> emoji. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I love that one. I love that one so much. Um, uh, someone says binging your podcast today while cleaning. I love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, we, we love uh, you, another love one. You, 
I know it's just so sweet another one the podcast I heard on you about unsubscribing from things was what drew me to your guys's page I loved it it really helped me I was like fear unsubscribe toxic <laughs> self-doubt unsubscribe literally kept picturing the button in my mind clicking unsubscribe lol and I love that because it really did help us too is just like unsubscribe from that shit this is <laughs> I what I think people think it. and I was actually talking to this with my girlfriend Sarah that I just came from in Arizona and we we're talking about um anyways doesn't even matter what we we're talking about bottom line is is that people don't believe that things are as easy as control alt delete out of your program and Pam yeah. our quantum healer really brought forth this because I think a lot of people they you get attached to the dramas and you think it needs to be this whole long healing journey and process and blah blah blah, blah. and like yeah okay it does like to a degree but some people get addicted to the healing journey and don't actually become the healed on the other side and you think think it has to be so much harder than it is. You think you're like, I, I am growing through this and but it up when really like an action, it, it, it is as simple as I don't accept this. I reject this notion. No, thank you. Done. Like you don't and need, it's, it's, me, it's, like it's I get it. If you're going, yeah. If you're going through sickness, if you're going through pain, like I've been in a place where I've been in chronic pain and I'm like, obviously I would not consciously choose this. Clearly I would not choose this outcome, but this is showing me something. This is teaching me something. I must become one with it and love the pain and love mm -hmm. the experience I'm going through because what you resist persists. And so it was a repositioning of I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I am full love. I am full longevity. I'm full abundant, you know, really reprogramming that until my body synced up with it because I knew the mental power that I can have older over my physical body. And that is just allowing me to do the inner work to acknowledge what's there, A, but B, clear, and then C, control, alt, delete, reprogram what I want to program, mm -hmm. right? So if you are getting these nudges from your body, if it is pain, if it is illness, this is just your body first will talk to you, it will whisper to you, it'll talk to you, and then it will scream at you. And if you do not listen, it will make you listen. And, and that really is what it is. And I think a lot of people, again, like if we're getting on illness in specific, like there, I think um, a lot of people just accept that this is happening to them and they're like, okay, like I, I'm sick or I have this disease or whatever, da, da, da. And not knowing, and this is where, maybe this is why you're listening to this episode. Maybe, you know, someone who it's like, did you know that there are so many healing modalities that you don't know about? So it's when people accept that they are ill or this is their fate, that they stop looking that they stop looking for things yeah. that can heal them when really there are wonderful technologies out there that are aligning your frequencies with passive healing, because we know that the power that made the body can heal the body. And if we're not talking on the woo level, we're literally talking about vibrational frequencies, knowing that our DNA is we've talked about so many times before is main function is to store photons. It is just a frequency. So we'll there the is link. so much healing. We'll put the light healing link for all of you all to find the healing center for you. But it's, 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 this is the exact thing is like ties it all together is that we are in our own way. We are the ones that are like, this mm. is my fate. I am sick. I am baba, 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 da, whatever. And you're in your own way. So then there are things like Erica saying, like EE systems or other modalities out there, sound bowl, healing crystal bowls of voices, literally mantras, the sort of vibrational frequencies that people think have no weight, prayer, things that has no weight when really you're aligning frequencies in your body because illness and disease is actually as simple as knowing that it's just the cells that are not communicating with one another. That's what, that's what even gray hair is, which I've healed myself from, LOL. 
another story for another time. But the, but I literally have, like, I literally have, uh, even when I, when I was looking. So anyways, it's being able to see, not accept things as they are, be willing to stretch the truth. As Albert Einstein says that the truth is a limit. We must go beyond the quote unquote truth to expand the en endless limits avail and possibilities out there and seek something that can heal you because you guys, we can heal cancer like we can. And if this is the moment where now we get we get shouted out and this you know is why. our pocket. Then, you know, <laughs> you know why, guys. But the, the real question to ask yourself is just, am I agreeing with struggle? Am I actually subscribing to struggle? Am I actually, and that's the, the web has to be hard. You know, in, in the pain world and in the disease world and in the, you know, chronic pain, like what you're going through, personal experience, illness, you can't, it's in, it's irrefutable. So so we're told, yet, are you consciously or unconsciously subscribing to that struggle? And maybe it is an accumulation of years and years of what you've put your body through and emotions that you've suppressed and the disconnection to your own divine spiritual connection. And maybe that's what's manifesting for you right now. But I will tell you, like I shared on the other episode, we prayed for a person in my family that was diagnosed with cancer before we went to Egypt. And we got back and we said a prayer for her in the queen's chamber and the cancer was no longer there, you guys. And this is just one instance of the many instances that we have seen this. So, you know, it's only in those dark times it's and literally spiritual the place you know, journey in, is when you see China. light is when you see really that you have the power within yourselves. And that is when you get so desperate to try that out and expand your brain and to be open to something else, because clearly <laughs> what we've all been doing for, you know, this time has not been working. The cycles are breaking down. We're seeing the downfall of it. And I think that's a perfect segue to this one, because she said, I realized I had to heal myself in order to heal others. It sent mm. me on a journey of meditating every day and reconnecting with God and my light team, I call them to remember um, why I came here. So although it was a living hell for years, I wouldn't wow. have gone on my path had I not gone through it. It's like a spiritual, it's like spirit had to slow me down enough to say, Hey, you got to get on this, get to it. I connected to you guys, your podcast, because I can see you've had to go through it as well. And you found the treasure within beautiful. That's so that's literally it right there. You guys look, you create your heaven or you create your hell. This person was living in their own hell until their body slowed them down enough to try all the things external to realize to go internal to create their heaven on earth. That's literally mm -hmm. it. And and I think this is just a great place for us to end it here because it mm -hmm. just sums up like you guys, we see the darkness. We're aware. We're eyes wide open. It's we're not like we're ignorant. It's it's not like we're and we're not not seeing it. We're just saying there's more. And uh, I'm reading such a great book, but well, I basically finished it by Yogi Bhajan. Um, but yeah, just exactly as you're saying, Erica, like it's not about having to defend. It's like when we were posting on our Instagram, the light things that we're doing, the happiness, what we're doing. Don't think for a second that we don't know what's going on out there. And it is someone else's projection and perception that might be saying like, oh, there's so much going on. Like, how could you talk like this when that is that person's reality 
and that's okay for them. They're going through their experience, but I also don't have to justify what I'm doing when I know my heart is in a good space and place and I'm helping more people turn their lights on by being able to hold the capacity and hold the space for hope and love than to go into the dark and bring forth the dark that everybody is aware of, that everybody sees on the on their day-to-day basis. We are committed to bringing forth the light. We are committed to helping you feel so empowered. When we wrap this up right now, all our hope for you is that something has shifted in you from when you first started listening to this podcast episode to now at the very end. Do a self-check-in right now. And how do you feel? Do you feel of light and love and that there's hope? Or is this something that you want to go in on and start to truly understand and discover for yourself? So like Erica said, there's so many different ways to do it. There's no right or wrong way. It's whatever helps turn on your light and guards guides your North star. And just ask yourself, is your heart pure? Are your words true? Are your words good? And if the answer is yes, then go be the light. If you're waiting for permission, give yourself the permission, give yourself the permission to just go and be the light because that is what the world needs. They need more people showing up as their authentic self, being the light, spreading the joy, spreading the happiness. You don't know what that's going to do. That ripple effect. When you walk into the gym in the morning and you say hi to everyone and you smile and you wave and you just be a good person, really. You know, you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know that this could be their best time of the day, that their time that they get picked up and then they go off in a different environment and it's not, you know, it's not the same. They're surrounded by darkness or fear or whatever it is. So it's like, if we all just do that, the ripple effect will be so huge. And that's what we just keep coming back to. So with that, stay wealthy, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. The light and the love that the world needs right now. All right. Yeah. Love you. Arrivederci.